My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning, and welcome to a a private, unscheduled, not a private, an unscheduled uh, version of this Travel and Cruise Industry News podcast. Sorry about that. You know me. I can't get technical things right when I'm trying to rush. Anyway, uh, had a couple things this morning, a couple news stories today worth mentioning. And some uh, personal news as well from yesterday. So <clears throat> since there was some some news this morning, uh, I thought, well, let's just do a show today. And then I thought, well, let's just get it over with. So uh, if anybody happens to pop into the uh, chat room, uh, that's good. <clears throat> if not, it'll be available on replay. At any rate, welcome to Saturday Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. It is an unscheduled uh, broadcast on this, the 24th day of February, 2024, coming to you from Bedford County, Virginia. Our nice seasonal weather uh, went in the dumper and we're back to cold, but that's okay. We got several headlines today. A Carnival legend cruises delayed. Could be Azipods. Seaplane crashes at Port Miami with a whole bunch of ships uh, sitting there watching it. A cruise line is going to Homeport in the Canary Islands for the first time. (laughs) And it happens again, folks. Another guest gets caught fishing from a cruise ship. When are they ever going to learn? Celebrity alters itineraries. And lots more here at 9 o'clock this morning on a bright and early Saturday morning. Today, folks, is National Tortilla Chip Day. I'm actually a day ahead of you. We had uh, taco salads last night. And Amanda, when she does a taco salad, uh, she uh, crumbles up a bunch of tortilla chips and and mix it with the salad. So. I'm not crazy about this deep tortilla chips on their own, but that was good. It made a great salad. Really good salad. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. 
You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. All right. Let's get the, uh, my personal news out of the way first. Many of you know that I went to the uh, pulmonologist uh, yesterday. It was a, an appointment that I was kind of dreading. I knew my my breathing had gone downhill. Uh, but here's what we found out yesterday. Uh, six months ago, when I was tested last, my lung capacity was at 52%. My lung capacity yesterday was at 41%, which means in six months' time, I've lost approximately 20% of my lung capacity. Is this fixable? Nah. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, the first thing she did uh, yesterday was call in a prescription for some fancy-dancy inhaler, which, of course, my insurance company denies. And uh, the cost would be $490 every three weeks. I said, uh, yeah, time out, folks. That, that's dead. So I don't know if she's going to come up with something similar uh, to that. Uh, or if it could be like you know, my oncology folks, they got on the horn and came up with funding for the $13,000 a month crap. I don't know if pulmonary associates will do that or not, if they care that much. Uh, so the next thing was to start uh, breathing treatments again which admittedly I haven't done now for about two years. Uh, Dr. Corey, and by the way, I saw Dr. Jennifer yesterday. Dr. Corey had uh, taken me off of any of the treatments because they were making me cough like crazy. So I started a nebulizer treatment this morning. You do it four times a day. And uh, I did my first treatment uh, a couple hours ago now. And already I'm coughing. So, I mean, I'm going to keep it up at least through Monday and then report back to Dr. Jennifer what's going on and see if she has any further suggestions. Uh, but we'll just have to see. They are ordering me up a CT scan. You know, one of those that they inject you with dyes and stuff and run your fat ass in the tube. Not my favorite test. But they've got to schedule that and they'll call me back. It'll probably be next week or the week after. And then I'll have to follow up, of course, with uh, pulmonology. Uh, so for, I mean, for the short term, it's not a whole lot different. I'm still comfortable sitting here with uh, without oxygen. And yes, it's close by. 
If I need it, I can grab it in a hurry. Uh, I, I couldn't walk across the room, even with oxygen on, without getting out of breath. So I guess that's the difference in the breathing now. I'm down to where, what is it? One, two, three, four, five steps to my chair. I mean, that's stretching. That's straining my abilities of walking now. The other thing I'm noticing, and I don't know if this is mental, which it could be with me. (laughs) Uh, I am really shaky this morning. Now, that could be from having done that treatment earlier. I don't know. But I am quivering, shaking. So, I mean, you know, it could be a little, you know, as I was a little upset yesterday, too. I don't mind telling you that. I did come home and fixed a very strong drink. Very strong. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's what happened uh, with me yesterday. So for now, I mean, in the short term, nothing changes. We'll just have to see what happens. Uh, there is some crazy treatments that are available now, but you have to have some form of emphysema to even qualify for that. And it's surgical. I, I, I you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the difference between advanced COPD and emphysema, if there is any, or not. It could be something totally different. I just don't know. So we'll just have to see. I'm not going to let it get me down, whatever it is, folks. That's all there is to it. All right. The top story this morning. Oh, no, not here. (laughs) I got to remember. Which computer our stuff is on? All right, so the top story today, folks, comes from uh, Carnival. Carnival legend has developed a technical issue impacting its cruising speed, which will delay the vessel's return to Baltimore on Sunday. Now, this will uh, likewise delay embarkation for the uh, cruise on Sunday as well. Carnival has reached out to guests uh, late Friday evening to alert them of the developing situation. The ship was originally scheduled to return to Baltimore at 8 a.m. Sunday. For now, the length of the delay is unknown, but as uh, Saturday today is planned a day at sea, the ship may be able to make up some lost time if the repairs proceed smoothly. However, when I checked it uh, about an hour ago, it was just off the coast of Port Canaveral and running at about half speed. Well, that's not going to get back to Baltimore anywhere near in time to sail tomorrow. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Carnival says we will continue to monitor the situation and provide updates. There will be one scheduled at 2 p.m. today. Please do not uh, proceed to the cruise terminal until you receive the final update. The nature and issue of the issue impacting Carnival Legends cruising speed 
has not been disclosed. They never do this. Why they don't just tell us, you know, it's acipods or it's something else. Well, you know, we're big boys and we wear big boy pants and, and dresses. That wasn't supposed to be a sexist comment, folks. Um, you know, tell us what's going on. If it's acipods, we know that that could possibly take some time and it could affect other sailings. Oy vey. So, that's the latest from the Carnival Legend. All right, I'll be back with uh, a couple more stories after a quick break from one of the network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, this had to be a scary situation. Approximately uh, 1.40 p.m. yesterday, a single-engine Cessna 208 seaplane overturned while attempting to land at the Miami seaplane base on Watson Island at the west end of the cruise port's main channel near the turning basin. The plane came to rest partially submerged in the channel near the cruise ship terminals. None of the seven passengers aboard the seaplane were injured and all were successfully rescued, from the damaged plane by Miami-Dade Police Harbor Patrol boats and a Miami-Dade Fire Rescue boat. The emergency boats were able to respond quickly as they were already on hand for routine cruise ship security. Traffic was backed up for some time near the cruise port, but no ship departures were impacted by the incident, which of course is now under investigation. Flight tracking data confirms the plane had departed Palm Beach International Airport, 70 miles north of Miami Seaplane Base, just after 1 p.m. The circumstances of the crash are unknown, but the incident will be investigated by Miami-Dade Police, the federal 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 Aviation Administration, and NTSB, National Transportation Safety Board, all of them will get their fingers in this pie. Five cruise ships were docked at Port Miami at the time of the crash. Royal Caribbean International's Freedom of the Seas and Explorer of the Seas. Norwegian Cruise Line's Norwegian Pearl, MSC Magnifica. Carnival Cruise Line's, uh, or Carnival Conquest and Explorer of the Seas. Those were the two ships closest to the crash site. And, you know, that was in the time yesterday when everybody is porting cruise ships and immediately going up on the upper deck to 
look around and see things. And they got a, quite a sight yesterday. All right, the next story comes from my buddies over at MSC. MSC, the world's third largest cruise line, will base the ship in the Canary Islands for the first time later this year. MSC sailings from Canary Islands will start on November the 3rd and run through March 16th, 2025. The seven-night cruises will visit six ports and take place on the MSC Opera. 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 All right. Dennis will fuss at me for missing that one, I bet. Let's see. What do we have here? Okay. Sorry about the fuzzy picture, folks. A short video has captured a guest fishing off the P&O Cruises Australia's Pacific Explorer during a recent sailing. Behavior that is absolutely prohibited. Cruise Line is aware of the incident and is currently investigating. And as this is a clear violation of the crew line policy, the consequences will most likely be severe. The video clip, which is just a few seconds in length, was recorded at approximately 6.45 p.m. Clearly shows a fishing rod extended beyond the side of the ship and the men maneuvering the rod and winding the reel as if to entice a bite. No fish are seen and it is unknown whether or not the attempt was successful. While PO Cruises Australia has not announced the consequences of this type of irresponsible behavior, a lifetime ban from sailing with the cruise line is likely. And finally, this morning from Celebrity Cruises, Celebrity has begun reaching out to guests booked aboard various sailings of the Celebrity Apex about itinerary changes for upcoming voyages. Notice the plural. Multiple cruises are impacted with changes such as adjusted port times, altered sailing routes, and changed ports of call. While the majority of the adjusted cruises are in Northern Europe, some Caribbean itineraries are also being altered, and all guests booked on Celebrity Apex should be prepared for possible changes. Folks, I'm not going to go through and list all these things because there are a slew of them. If you're booked on the Apex in the next year, check with your cruise provider because the schedule could have changed. Uh, I mean, it's, it's all port stuff. It's not really changing the cruises any or impactfully. While the impacted sailings are several months away, Celebrity Cruises is not offering any details. Of course not. They never do. About the need for changes. Due to sailing speed restrictions, we're adjusting some of our arrival and departure times. You know, it's amazing, folks. How many years have I been doing this? And all of a sudden, in the last, what, six months or so, it's speed restrictions are causing all these problems, and we're changing 45 cruises. You know, uh, just come on, guys. You guys just need to start being honest with us. Tell us what's happening. <laughs> you know, we can deal with it. Goodness gracious. All right, let's go see. 
who's over in the chat room fussing at me this morning. I hope not. I am, I am so sensible. I just can't take the criticism today. Yeah, hell yeah, I can. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with this, folks. Good morning, Gretchen. Gretchen's out in Ohio. There's Joanne. Hey, baby. Kenneth, up in Pennsylvania, there's Katie. Hi, Katie. Uh, Natej, Natalie, okay. Joanne says, Chili, I'm so sorry. I will put you on my prayer list for healing. Uh, all pre, uh, prayers are appreciated, uh, Joanne. There's no doubt about that. I might not be the most religious person in the world, but I do appreciate the, your thought. Any of any of you guys' thoughts? Appeal it. Yeah, I could appeal it. That'd be great. Let's appeal that decision, Doc. That test had to be wrong. Ah, <laughs> uh, your doc can appeal it. Oh yeah, called for the funding. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so by the time I, I, she had called the prescription as I was rolling out of the pulmonologist, and so by the time I loaded up my wheelchair, got in the car, got my breath back started driving home, I called the pharmacy. And I said, okay, uh, pulmonology just called uh, a prescription in for me. I need to check the price before you fill it. And they said, well, the insurance does not cover it. And it's $490 and that's for a three-week supply. And I said, yeah, yeah, no, don't fill it. So I, I got off the phone with them and called back to the pulmonology and I was probably the last patient leaving. Uh, so I, I was kicked a, a voicemail. So I left a message for uh, Dr. Jennifer uh, on voicemail. And uh, at that point, I didn't even know that I had some of this um, uh, albuterol sulfate, uh, Pratoprium bromide, crap for these treatments i thought i had some but i wasn't sure so i wasn't even able to do that so uh, i'm i'm now in the weekend bridge you know monday morning first thing i'll call and see if jennifer can take a call before she starts hitting patients up or she can get some time to call me during the day uh, so i'll talk to her on monday and yes, I know she can appeal it to um, Medicare and Humana, my, which is who handles my insurance and so forth. Uh, but, you know, uh, from what, what I, the last time we went around with this with the ridiculous prices of inhalers and things, we couldn't get anywhere. So uh, we'll check on that. Elijah Craig for the win. Yes, indeed. And it was, I, it was strong enough drink. I, you know, I was, I was a little giddy for a while. Yes, indeed. Don't give up the fight. Chili, Katie says, I'm not. We're all cheering you on. I know Katie. I, 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 I so appreciate it. And I've said all along, you guys are the reason I'm alive today. Uh, you know, no doubt about it. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hey, Steve. Sailing speed restrictions. What does that really mean? I'm not sure anybody knows. 
uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, you know, if a ship's supposed to go at, uh, you know, 22 knots and it can only go at uh, 21.6 knots to save gas, I don't know what the hell it means. And I'm not sure they do. They just use that as, the, as, an, as an excuse. If something's wrong, it's speed restrictions. So Robert's with us. Hey, Robert. Glad I noticed you on. Yeah, well, uh, this was uh, unscheduled, unpredicted, uh, un-everything. This is a this is an unbroadcast, a Saturday morning unairing of travel and cruise industry news. Uh, so Gretchen says uh, maybe your uh, doc can uh, rustle up some samples of the inhaler while you appear that way you can uh, see how much it might help or not well she checked in her supplies uh, yesterday before i left and they didn't have any so uh, robert says my goodness chili sounds like uh, we could uh, commiserate on rx costs and insurance uh, refusals have spent the last two decades dealing with that garbage myself Ain't it fun? Uh, James Jordan says, good morning. Good morning to you, James. Thanks for being here. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Again, I appreciate you being here. I would appreciate it immensely if you smash that thumbs up button. And, of course, if you haven't subscribed, please take this as my invitation to join us. We're normally here on Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., not at 9 a.m. I have not changed times yet officially, although that's on the agenda to possibly do because I get a good, I get a good crowd on these early broadcasts. Uh, so, but I have not made a, a determination on that one yet. So I got a lot of other things on the agenda right now. So, uh, but anyway, guys, uh, thanks for being here. You know, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. You guys have a great rest of the weekend. I'll see everybody Monday and hope I'm not coughing my head off. Thanks for being here, guys. See you later. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. 
Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.